The views expressed on the following program are designed to amplify those of the speaker and are not necessarily those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors. Coming up on today's experience, devotional diamonds of the day, also known as DDDs, where my daily devotions become some of our spiritual reflections. Sound effects placed throughout the show which have nothing to do with life, except in them is a secret code to win the lottery. Mm. The review of the goofy news which proves Jesus is coming back sooner than you think. Oh, come back, Lord, please, right now. That would be fantastic. Life lessons for our faith that we could actually use probably won't if we tend to sit on our blessed assurance. Let's not do that. Let's be doers. Let's be people who occupy until he comes. Humor that will force you to think, why does this guy have a radio show? As everybody at the station will tell you, who knows? And then also Bible trivia for fake and yet somehow real cool prizes, your phone calls, and more. David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. My name is David Spoon. I will be your host for the next 5,400 seconds. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. Here is the key to the show. We don't know what we're doing. We don't know what we're doing. We don't know what we're doing. I think it's in a loop. And we have no idea what's going to happen, and we don't care. But for the next few minutes... I want to talk faith with you. So here we go. We're asking questions about living life as a Christian. You know, when you do research on a project because you have to make some kind of change in your software or on your uh, computer, on your laptop or whatever, you get the research, you make the change, and then you find out that the change you made was wrong. And then you've ruined everything that you were trying to do. You know, that kind of thing. We're talking about that. Listen, if you've got an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question, if you've got a praise report or a prayer request, if you need other people to combine their faith with you, if you want to share something that may be a blessing for other people, we want you to be able to reach out to us. There's a couple ways that you can do that. We don't want these opinions, comments, thoughts, or questions, prayer requests, or praise reports to die of loneliness. So all you got to do is give us a call at 972-445-0770. I'll say it slow for those that need to meet for me to say it slow. Nine. Okay, I'll go faster than that. Seven, two, four, four, five, zero, seven, seven, zero. When you call nine seven two four four five zero seven seven zero, you're gonna be end up talking to amazing Jen. Amazing. Hey, that's fantastic. And when you're talking to her, it's kind of like getting a chauffeur-driven limo wherever you want to go. And then you will be... that sound. That is fantastic. It's just amazing how well you did that. It's amazing, isn't it? That's amazing. That's amazing. Good job. Amazing! (laughs) 
This is so good. I found it on YouTube. It's so funny. It's classic. Uh, you can also text in 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. 214-210-8483. And then you can email David at he must increase.org. We don't get a lot of emails, but they are available on this right here in front of me in my dollar eighteen Chromebook. It used to be a dollar nineteen, but I dropped it. So now it's a dollar eighteen. Uh, but we do get the emails. You you just email David at he must increase.org. It's not that complex. You're able to do that. Plus, now we want to send you to the website. Couple things to tell you about the website ahead of time. For those that don't know and did not check the latest updates, this Friday will be a replay. I tell you that because I always want to tell you that. I don't want to be, we're not going to slight a hand you and just get you to listen to it. That's not how we do it. What we do is we try to pick out one of the shows that we think is really a blessing. We try and keep it on the appropriate day, and then we replay that. And the reason that we're doing that for this Friday is because my wife, my bestest friend in all the universe, has the day off on Friday. And I'm taking the day off so we can have a unusual day off together. That's what we're doing. So that's the first thing to tell you. The second thing to tell you is the brochure opportunity is still there. By the way, our ambassador program is on there. If you want to be an ambassador for the program, you just go onto the website. Like I said, on the website, there's that little hamburger, the little three lines. You click on there, and it says ambassador initiative. You click on that. You fill out the form. Nobody gets any information. When we get the brochures, we'll send them to you for free, and you just pass them out wherever you think it's kind of cool to do it. Nothing else. No requirement. No numbers. No this. No that we will be uh, providing at some point an instructional video to kind of tell you how to go about that. So it'll be kind of cool, not too bad, not too difficult. And then don't forget there's brochures A and brochures Z, and you just got to tell me which one you like. And then finally, as if I haven't talked enough, money is important <laughs> for this ministry, and we're not going to give you anything. I'm not going to give you a pet rock if you give. But I will say thank you, and you will help us keep things going. So we need your uh, financial blessing in that capacity. Only, though, if the Lord puts it on your heart, we're simply asking you to go to hemustincrease.org. Prayer request? Hemustincrease.org. Praise report? Hemustincrease.org. Looking to give to this ministry? Hemustincrease.org. Confused by what's happening right now? Hemustincrease.org. Hemustincrease.org. You see, that one's too short. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's so quick. That's why I told him. It's like you got to add something to that. So that's why he's got the one that has like 10 of them or something. But that's like, like, what is that? I don't know what that is. Do you know what that sound is? Does it tell you? No. Okay. It's quick. I can tell you that. Uh, all right. We're going to open up with a word of prayer. we got some pre- people we need to pray for. We want to pray for Deborah, who's recovering and doing a wonderful job. She was so great to call in. That was so nice of her. What a blessing to hear from her. And everybody been asking about her, so that's just totally awesome. She's doing better, but she still needs your prayers. Lisa, who is Eric's uh, significant other and better than he is. Haha, <laughs> Eric. Uh, Anyway, she just got through a little bit of surgery. She's doing fine, but you want to pray that that goes well. And then Aunt Deb, who is our board member, she has a very dear friend. Her daughter, the friend's daughter, Avery Rice, is going through a very dramatic 
uh, experience. Lot, lot. I mean, she's not. I'm not sure at this point she's conscious. So they really need prayer. So we're just going to open it up with a word of prayer, and we'll go from there. Father, we come before you right now in the name of Jesus Christ. We don't come in our own wisdom, or our own power, our own strength. We offer you the mustard seed of faith that we have, and we ask you not only to be gracious and kind and compassionate, but to be the miraculous God we know you are. And we ask you to just infuse some of these people in our audience with just this vitality and this energy. And we're specifically praying for Deb and specifically praying for Lisa and specifically praying for our people, for Gary and for Susie and for Ace and for all the people that need that touch from you. And Lord, we lift up uh, Avery Rice to you and we ask you in the name and power and authority of Jesus Christ that you would bring healing into her body and that she would rise and come forward, not being so beat down, but instead, because you're the giver of life, she would find life by your grace. You'd pour it upon her and let her mom, Deb, just be, let her be at peace and let there be a grace over that situation. We lift it up in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Okay, so that's how we open up the show. Why? Because we pray for one another. That's why. All right, so uh, in lieu of that, I'd like to talk to you about something that's uh, relatively important. We're in Psalm 18. And and by the way, I just want to give props to Jennifer. She does a great job, so really thank you for that. Uh, In in Psalm 18, we're in verse 4, and I want you to understand the level or the importance of this. So here's David. Remember, this psalm is also found in 1 Samuel. Samuel uh, 23, I think it's 22 or 23. I keep forgetting. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Uh, uh, no, it's in 2 Samuel 22. See, see, my brain's out. But the bottom line is he's doing this, this psalm, Psalm 18, which is one of the most famous psalms. And this is speaking to the Lord, this song, in regards to the, the day that he was delivered from the hand of all his enemies and from the hand of Saul. So David was being hunted. Okay, And so in verse 4 of Psalm 18, he says, The pains of death surrounded me, and the floods of ungodliness made me afraid. The sorrows of Shoel surrounded me, and the snares of death confronted me. And I want you to understand something, and let this, let this not be a weird statement for anybody to, to perceive. And that is, look, death and that time where you reach that point where you cross over, we're looking forward to it from a hope point of view, but there's still a sense that there's a pain and a sorrow and a snare. Now, for the Christian, because we have Jesus Christ, who has brought life and immortality to light through the gospel, and because of Hebrews 2.15, which says, he freed all those who all their lives were held in slavery by their fear of death. Because of Jesus, we don't have to be held in slavery by the fear of death. We've got Easter coming up uh, next weekend, not this weekend, but next weekend. And this is one of the most important elements that mankind has on his own tried to find a way to resolve the eternity issue. That's the fountain of youth, and that's this, that, or whatever. But the reality check is God created mankind in Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, will tell you, with the desire to live forever, but with the knowledge that you can't until the revelation of Jesus Christ came. 
And when Jesus came, he brought life and, and immortality to light. He turned on the light bulb. We get it. Now it can happen. So we don't have to be in bondage to fear. It's not that or in bondage to death because of fear. It's not that we're like, oh, let's dance for it. But we know that it's more the transition, which is why Jesus mentioned that his disciples, like Lazarus, were sleeping and not dead. And that's what he says of us when we go into the dirt to take our dirt nap. We're sleeping. We're not gone. That's because Jesus broke the power of the fear of death. Thank you, Jesus. All right, we'll take our break and come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. Don't go anywhere. All of mankind, destroying everyone and everything we find. This KAAM radio show with your very own David Spoon is not a business, but a nonprofit ministry first and foremost committed to sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ and strategically equipping the saints. Our mission is to educate, encourage, and entertain Christian believers, the hurting, and those not yet believers who need biblical truths. To continue our radio ministry and message of truth, we need many of our faithful listeners to support us, as well as ministry partners who might wish to sponsor the He Must Increase ministry. By giving, you wonderfully facilitate our priorities of assertively teaching the Word of God, and you get nothing in return. No quid pro quo. Nothing but a receipt at the end of the year indicating you gave to us since your donation is 100% tax-deductible. Remember that it says in Corinthians that whoever sows generously will also reap generously. Or in Proverbs, where it teaches that a generous person will prosper, whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. But if you cannot give, no problem. Continue to enjoy and learn and give however you see fit whenever you can. To support us, go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Such support is terribly appreciated, knowing it enables our beloved David Spoon to give to all of us his time energy like so few can right here on KAAM. what is the david spoon experience i did what most christian men would do when they make a mistake it's their fault there's nothing but humiliation on your face and you're trying to recover in the moment and you know what i did i blamed it on every possible unseen force except for myself So guess who knocked that uh, crystal light on that white carpet? It was Satan, by golly. Well, it was at that moment because it certainly wasn't my fault. I didn't knock the, the crystal light all over. It was my glass. I did pour it. I did bring it to the table and somehow fell on the, the carpet and spread everywhere. And by golly, I wasn't going to take the blame for it because that would be taking personal responsibility. Well, I'm not taking personal responsibility. After all, that $500 deposit we just had that we were hoping to get back when we move out is uh, already down to 200 <laughs> And it was dropping by the dollar as the stuff was spreading. Welcome back 
to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAMAN 770, the truth station here in Texas, where we're getting ready to start off with our first trivia question. Here's our first one. Who said to Jesus, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean? Who said that to Jesus? If you think you know the answer, you are welcome to call in. The number here, 972-445-0770. You get to say hi to Amazing Jen. Amazing! That's worth the call right by itself. I'm just saying. Uh, Additionally, you can text in 214-210-8483. And then also, you can send an email, david at hemustincrease.org. Who said to Jesus, Lord, if you are willing... You can make me clean. In the meantime, we're going to do our DNA, because like we found out yesterday, I found out again last night just before I went to bed. I couldn't believe it. I got a little email in there saying, guess what, Dave? I'm like, what? More news is coming. I couldn't believe it. There's more news. It just keeps coming. It never ends. Let's do our DNA. D stands for draw closer to the Lord. Daily. Daily. Every day that ends with Y is a day you should spend with the Lord. Whatever, whatever they, I don't care, whatever. And again, we're very careful not to tell you, you must spend five minutes, 10 minutes, 15, 20, 30, 40, hike. No, it's not that. What it is, is you spend time with the Lord as you have that uh, understanding that you need separated time. Now, if you're conscious of the Lord all the time, that's just a blessing. Like some people are always like thoughtful, but in that separated time, that distinctive time, remember Jesus separated time. He rose early in the morning, separated himself so he can spend time with the father. That's what we're talking about there. That's drawing closer to the Lord and never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. Never be ashamed of what Jesus has to say, no matter what the world says, because the world doesn't have a heaven to put you in. So to put it as nice as possible, who cares what they think? It's like they're not, when you're dead, they're not going to go, hey, we're the world. We're here to help. That's not happening. And then A, always be ready. To serve. To serve, which means that our conscious awareness of ourselves is not the only thing that's flying around in our brain. In other words, we're sensitive to the Lord, anything he may want to do through us, you know, with us. And then we're also aware of other people because Other people matter. By the way, that was going to be a slogan I was going to use. O-P-M. Okay, It used to be other people's money if you saw that movie. Other people matter. That's what it should be. Okay, And that's how the Lord wants us to think about things. Other people matter. Got it. Okay, fine. That way we're not completely selfish all the time. You know, it's not that you never think of yourself, by the way. That's not true at all. But you don't just think of yourself. Okay? That's the DNA. We use that DNA because that DNA helps us function on an everyday basis, no matter what we encounter. All right. Do we have somebody that wants to answer the trivia question? We do. So we'll lean over. This is David. Who am I talking to? Yeah. Hi, David. This is Ken. Hi, Ken. How are you? Just another beautiful day in paradise. <laughs> it is. One right after another. It is. It was. It's a nice day, right? I mean, yesterday was a little warm, but it's a nice day. I was like, wow, what's going on? It's beautiful. I'm just I'm starting to really get into Texas weather, I got to tell you. It's a little bipolar for me because it, it shifts a lot, but it's so nice when it's nice. It's incredible. 
Love it. All right. All right, my brother. Well, you ready for this? Don't wear a skirt today. Yeah. And, and it's this, windy. Yeah. Well, we see it. Wasn't that windy where I was? And and when any time the dogs go out and they come in and they're not muddy, I consider that a wonderful weather day. There you go. Because <laughs> <laughs> my dogs, what they do is they run in the house and they run right into our bedroom and they both jump right up on our bed and then they go scurrying throughout the house. So whatever happens outside ends up on our bed. They were born in a barn. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right, who said to Jesus, Lord, if you're willing, you can make me clean? So the thing that came to my mind, which could be incorrect, it's a, was it the that the demon-possessed boy's father? No, but here's what I want to help you with, okay? It's a guy that had something that made him antisocial. And he wanted Jesus to touch him so that he could not be antisocial, and Jesus touched him, and Jesus shouldn't have touched him. Does that help you at all? Well, I don't know his name, but it cleared up his leprosy. Who was that, that? is correct. That's it. It was the leper. <laughs> we weren't looking for Frank, Bob, or George. We were just looking for the leper. That's the key. So you nailed it. That's the key right there. Is that the leper was like, if you're willing, you can, you can, you can make me clean. And Jesus not only was willing, but touched him, which also broke laws that that were uh, the Old Testament laws of separation. And that by that. Jesus restored that guy again physically and socially right on the spot. Powerful. That's that's going to happen to me one day. You're going to get you're going to get healed and socially and physically? Well, no, I don't think I'm going to get any more socially acceptable. That's that's our days are over for that probably, but but uh, yeah, but I'll be healed for sure. Amen, brother. I love it. I love it, and I love that you call in, and I love your faith, and I love your commitment, and I love your spirit. It's great. Well, thanks for being on the radio. I love those trivia questions, you know, every now and then, because I would get the crosswalk on, you know, the apps, you know, that give you the trivia questions, and, you know, it was... I'm getting kind of handy at it now. I haven't played in a while, but it's, you know, keeps if the, I can make a 70 on it, I'm doing good. Hey, so. it keeps the Bible at the forefront of the thoughts, right? That's the goal. All, all day. All yep. day. You got it. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Take care. God bless. You too. Bye-bye. All right. Great call. Okay, great job. All right, here we go. Ready? 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 All right, so we're back to Psalm 18. Now, I want to tell you something. So this is super-duper important, right? So David, as you guys know, wrote the Psalms, most most of the Psalms, right? He's a songwriter. I don't know if you've ever noticed this or not, but one thing that songwriters have a great capacity is they create stories oftentimes or express their feelings with songs. That's what they do. I mean, that's part of their communication. So David is going to do—this is the highlight of, of his stuff, and, I'm, and the reason I'm making a big deal out of it is because of how big a deal this actually is and how early on in man's literature process this is. Here's what David says in verse 6. In my distress, I called upon the Lord and cried out to the Lord. Now he's going to insert imagery. He heard my voice from his temple, and my cry came before him even into his ears. Then the earth shook and trembled. The foundations of the hills also quaked and were shaken because he was angry. 
So David, in writing this psalm, inspirational psalm, influenced by the Holy Spirit, is creating a picture. He's he's already talked in the very beginning of the psalm about how much he loves the Lord and how good the Lord is to him. And he gave the Lord, you know, eight different names. And I will call, he's worthy to be praised. He's acknowledging all of that. And then he just skips into this part where he goes, you know, death was facing me. The Lord delivered me. And, you know, there were some scary moments there. And then he images back. He literally, as you can think of it, he pictures the process. And he says, in my distress, I called, C-A-L-L-E-D, called past tense. So he's, he's going back to something that took place. I called upon the Lord and cried, C-R-I-E-D, past tense. And he heard my voice from his temple and my cry came before him even to his ears. Just so you can know ahead of time, when you call out to the Lord, he hears you. Okay, so don't stop. Oh, I hope God hear, heard me. You know that ear on the side of your head? God made that. Only he made about 30 billion of them. Maybe more. I don't know. And he knows how to hear. He knows what an ear is. Okay? But look at the response in verse 7. Then the earth shook and trembled. Now, when you call out to the Lord, you don't physically see the earth shake and tremble. But what David's doing is painting a picture of how God perceives it or how God looks at it. The foundations of the hills were also also quaked and they were shaken because he was angry. Now you're thinking, I know, but God, God, he's angry because people sin. Yeah, except that's not what he's talking about here. He was angry because his child was in distress. Have you ever had kids? One of the most awkward, frustrating feelings. I'll just say it because this probably – I won't – I can't get in too much trouble. Well, I shouldn't say. One of the most frustrating feelings is when my kids were teething. (laughs) It's so bad. It's the one thing Adam and Eve didn't have to do. Why? Because they're like – 104, 105, 106 temperature – Put them in a bathtub of, right? It's so, oh, I'm so, so we had three kids. By the time we went to the doctor on the third kid, we had figured out this is teething and we don't care. It's almost like, (laughs) but you you learn, and God, this is a picture that's being drawn. God is just angry about this. Like, I am so, that's my kid and he's suffering. I'm mad. That's what God wants you to see about him. He doesn't like it when you're in distress. Now he's going to get you through it, and he's going to deliver you because you know the rest of the psalm is going that way, and you know King David was actually delivered from his situation. But where you're in a circumstance where it feels like there's a Saul pursuing you, even if it's demonic in its influence or it's some kind of uh, uh, entity or some kind of frustration situation, God doesn't like it that you're distressed. That's what gets him angry. This is what eternity is going to alleviate. There will be no more pain. There will be no more sorrow. There will be no more fear. Good. (laughs) That's what we want. You don't want eternity that's like mild or okie-dokie. We want an eternity that's fantastic. God in the future will make it so that you will never be distressed again. 
I'd take that gift called eternal life all day long. All right, you're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break, we'll be back. Don't go anywhere. What is the David Spoon Experience? So what Jesus said, whoever is not against you is for you. That's what he's talking about. They're, They're a kingdom advancer. It's all good. Now watch this in Luke chapter 11, verse 20 through 23. If I drive out demons by the finger of God, then the kingdom of God has come upon you. When a strong man, fully armed, guards his estate, his possessions are secure. But when one stronger than he attacks and overpowers, he takes from him all his weapons, the armor and the weapons of the foot soldier that he trusted in, and he divides up his plunder. Anyone who is not with me is against me, and anyone who does not gather with me scatters. And you're thinking, but what about the other verse? Watch. Keeping it in context, this person is not for the kingdom of God. This person is neutral, not a kingdom advancer, not a person that's trying to advance the kingdom of God. And when you are not a kingdom advancer, then you are supporting the other kingdoms. You are either in, for, with through and by the kingdom of God or all the other kingdoms. There is no neutral. There is no, well, I'm going to, I'm going to sit this one out. There is no sitting it out with God. You're either helping advance his kingdom or helping another kingdom advance. One of the two. So the guy that was casting out evil spirits in the name of Jesus Christ, he's advancing the kingdom of God. But the person who's not for Jesus is trying to be neutral and do nothing. That person's not advancing the kingdom of God. And that person who's not advancing the kingdom of God is therefore against the kingdom of God because there is no neutral. And you're thinking, well, no, no, there's got to be a neutral. Never heard the joke about the mugwomp, huh? Never heard about the soldier that, you know, well, he was Confederate soldier and then a Union soldier had gray on the top and, and dark blue on the bottom. What'd they do? Shoot at him from both sides. That's what they did. In other words, there is none of that. That doesn't exist. You're either with Jesus in the advancement of his kingdom or you're not. And if you're not, then he considers that against. And you think, well, whoa, that is just rude. Tell it to Jesus. Tell him he's rude. Go ahead. Jesus said, seek first the kingdom of God. Not, hey, you know in your life, you got all these things going on. You got to take care of work. I get it. You got to do this. You got to do this. You got to pay this bill and do this and raise your kids. This and somewhere in there, do me a favor and every once in a while kick it around and think about me and the kingdom. And That, that doesn't exist. That's not a, a reality check. The reality check is that you are either for the kingdom of God or opposed to the kingdom of God. And if you try to be neutral, you're opposed. The David Spoon Experience.